and they just brush it off like they meet him they give him a little bit of shit and they talk about like how they you know they ripped off their fallopian tubes and all that and you know we are over that now <laughs> what the fuck welcome to the show we, we, are, the show. Yeah. we are two huge fans of films and everything to yeah. do with films so we thought of starting our own thing and talking about movies and hopefully yeah, when we continue this we'll come to understand what the show is all about it's like whoever who's watching this right now we are just starting off so we have no idea but we are right now we are calling it reproduction that was an entire idea by given by Tisan himself the, the reproducers reproducers <laughs> yeah so yeah it's, it's not, not a porn skills but <laughs> Like, talking yeah. about porn. So, so some people will have to leave if you got the wrong impression and like, oh shit, there's porn on YouTube. No, but uh, this is more like <laughs> the reproducers in the sense. We can actually do that. Like if we like, if people stop watching, like you want like, you know, <laughs> I got the views, we can hit that low. <laughs> if you go that low, we'll do porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Worst case scenario is porn. But for now, what we're going to do is, uh, so rather than just reviewing movies, we thought of putting ourselves in the shoes of producers and reproducing the movie. So exactly. what we're talking about is, so the two of us are in charge of a certain movie, but more than changing very specific details of the film, like, you know, plot points and other stuff, what we are mostly in charge of is hiring people because like, uh, for example music and script and tone feel all that it's up to the creatives who we hire so producers have a limit to as far as we can change mm-hmm. things in the movie yeah so what we are primarily doing is talking about who we are going to change and for what reasons we're doing that so hence we are the reproducers basically we are both very into making films this all has already we feel makers yeah yeah we are born to be filmmakers but we really want to yeah. start making our own films this all has already made a documentary is on its path to making yeah, a short film can i say that yeah can i say yeah, that it's, it's a secret <laughs> is it a secret no it's it's fine i mean i think it's fine <laughs> okay so that is like a reason for me to finish it <laughs> be like no, oh yeah, shit exactly. i lied there <laughs> <laughs> and also talk about Menro Menro's also has made a few short films here and there he studied film and he yeah. also works on professional sets so he actually has more of a professional knowledge than i do because he's worked in the film profession and here in sri lanka we don't it's, it's a bit unreachable the film profession is very tight so it's mostly down to amateur film productions where we don't know what the hell we are doing but we try to figure it out and that's the beauty so, of if this this show what yeah. what it's going to be is we learning from main independent films or big films that has mm. come uh, in the past yeah. to understand what goes so, into making a film and trying to do that experiment of making it our own way and getting into the shoes yeah. of the big producers and seeing whether we can if we can make the story better or make it more interesting so that some mm. people who didn't like it at the start could like it so we are yeah, not exactly and, critiquing and nitpicking films and calling them bad mm-hmm. in any sense we are trying to just put a twist to it that's what we are doing yeah. here making it our own so true and also like we had to reiterate the fact that we are fans first and producers second so, exactly like for ex- for example if you're talking about 
uh, Godzilla vs Kong if we didn't like the movie we talk about why we didn't like it and if we were producers what we would change Mm. So uh, yeah. yeah but still to keep it in mind it's not a review like there are plenty of reviews out there you can go check it out but this is more of like shuffling people and seeing how much of a change it could make yeah. because to make a film uh there's human uh, involvement mm. there's people who yeah. are really really important who's on specific roles that are not talked about at all and those Definitely, people yeah. without those people some some films which are masterpieces are not made properly so mm-hmm. that's what we are going for we are trying to bring out the people yeah. that are not in the limelight and trying to find yeah. out if they have done actual good job or if someone needs a replacement all right so every week what we are going to do is for every episode we'll be talking about one film both disal yes. and myself will be giving our take on it bringing our own people into it when we say own people like assumptions of people in hollywood already who has some mm. sort of a establishment uh mm. we are going to look at the film we're going to talk about how the original film went about and then we are going to add our own speed to it today we're going to talk about black widow uh we had several films that we talked about to being the first episode but because black mm. widow uh is recent and somewhat in some people's memories yeah. still as pretty controversial uh, we felt like this is the I best thing to say it's, it's more like it's like divided not controversial because some people just like accept it so. polarizing yeah polarizing yeah it's, really, it's a it's very a, polarizing I, i think it's a polarizing yeah yeah uh, and also black widow uh, i i personally didn't like that film i think it's probably one of my we already started <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, okay. So I'm talking about why we pick Black Widow. Okay? Uh okay. and so we would we are not just talking about big blockbuster films as well. We are talking about art house films, independent films and also uh for sure sci-fi uh, historical period pieces all these kind of stuff. Uh but why we pick Black Widow is because it's fairly recent mm. and uh, it's uh, it's released and it's kind of done and dusted uh, so it's like fresh on people's minds to a, to a certain extent i mean shang chi came out that's true but like still people kind of are talking about black widow uh, and the fact that we couldn't watch shang chi yet would be one of the other reasons why we're going to black widow but yeah still it, it's a divided film as why we picked mm. it exactly so because yeah. of that uh we're gonna we're gonna start talking about first why we didn't not why we didn't like it but what goes into the original film and how we thought about it mm. so you want to start yeah. or should i start do you what do no, you, you go ahead i'll okay here's so here's my here's my okay, here's my go. take okay <laughs> you right. you can jump in anytime yeah, uh, yeah. so black widow for me when i watched it i rewatched it just for this two days ago mm-hmm. uh honestly i liked it mm-hmm. i liked it <laughs> okay do you want to like put it on a scale or is like liked it on a scale like out of 10 like out of 10 10 is like amazing like i loved it no 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 if if i'm going to do like that uh i'll give a 6 
series. Okay. All okay. Right. That's because mm-hmm. I've not been a big fan of Marvel films since mm-hmm. Infinity War ended. Endgame? Well, no. Okay, that's, I guess that's another episode. <laughs> exactly. But right. okay. for me, Infinity War was the last best Marvel film. Mm. but we can't talk about avengers films when it comes to we, we can't compare it because black widow is a standalone film yeah why i like black widow was because they i think they got the story right they were going somewhere mm. with it with the story and right. the way they planned it i think there there was a there was some sort of uh how do you say this there was a plan to it they they wanted to tell something mm. because because the black you know black widow already died in nk yeah it it was very hard to say something post mortem about someone when people started you know stopped caring about mm. the whole thing yeah. i'm sure like nobody really wanted a black widow film after all this time it should have come way earlier for one thing true so yeah. because of that the amount of work they put in was fine the story was okay the execution so are you, was wrong are you execution that was wrong that's i say this more like a throwaway film like you know like you know she's dead but you know just have to do it yeah <laughs> is that what you say no because it was it was the whole point it was a throwaway I film just just like on a you know on a, on, on a scale of a throwaway film i would give yeah. it a still give it a 7 out of 10 right it makes sense right it doesn't okay. matter film but if it if it mattered and that's why we are talking about it if it mattered there are so many ways to go about it mm. uh but in a scale of throwaway film where it's just a stepping stone for something else i think mm. this film was okay um mm. i i wouldn't say this is a natasha romanoff film though. I think yeah, this is more sure, of yeah. a Yelena whatever her mm. last name Belova Pulova I think Yelena so Pula. <laughs> so it's going to mm, do something like that yeah I said she's very Pulova Yelena Belova right yeah Belova that yeah. It, black widow is about her not about Natasha so I feel I feel I disagree like, but yeah yeah I feel like because of that this film was okay but there were mm. so many things that they could have done it was a very frustrating film it was a very frustrating yeah yeah as a so, as a person who who could see what they were trying to do i felt like ah uh, they missed out on so many good things uh, so i didn't like the film okay uh, like you said it's a throwaway film and the fact that Natasha is already dead and mm-hmm. and I unlike you I actually like Endgame I I, I still think Infinity War is better but I, I say I, I didn't like loved... it <laughs> okay right <laughs> you didn't love it okay love it. <laughs> right okay I loved Endgame I mean for what it is I loved it and uh, I think Natasha's death in that was very impactful and uh, oh yeah for sure for sure the, 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 I think the problem with Black Widow is the fact that no matter how tough the fight gets you know she won't die right because she dies later 
I mean, it's a very sucky thing to say. It's a very basic thing to say. But then the thing is, if that stake is already not there in the film, they have to mm-hmm. establish other stakes. So to be honest, like the only time I finished Black Widow was for this podcast. Uh, like I tried to watch it before. I never could finish it because I was just simply not interested because I a while back, like when it got released, like I think one or two months back, not mm-hmm. when it got released, like when I got a hold of it. Yeah. I tried to watch it four different times. Like I watched like the first 15 minutes and then I stopped. And the next day I watched like another 12 minutes. Like four different times, but I still couldn't finish it because surprisingly, I don't force myself through movies. That's like a policy that I have. And uh, yeah, but, but surprisingly when I finished it for the podcast, I kind of like like what it led to. It, it mm-hmm. made a little bit of payoff, a bit. Yeah. But so what I'm saying is to keep it very short rather than going for high stakes because I mean these Marvel movies like the problem is like it's you know what to expect from a Marvel movie by now I think Mendo is going to talk about it later in detail but you know it's the quippy comedy and they're big action scenes it's, they can't settle for like a small hallway fight they need to go like you know helicarriers crashing and you know mm-hmm. helicopters <laughs> blowing up and explosions aliens they have to go for that even in a small thing so i would have loved this movie if it was very contained and a small movie like not world ending stake how would you how would you make this film oh what yeah okay so the director of this film hold on is Kate Shortland. Yeah. And Kate Shortland's previous movie is Law and Somersault. I haven't watched either of them, but I think uh, the film Law, it came out in 2012. It's about this Nazi thing. So it's it's a pretty emotional film. I watched it. With like, you watched it? Yeah. What do you think about it? It's good. It's uh, like really good? Yeah, it's... I mean, it's very dramatic. It's it, I know the, that's why I'm telling you, I think in my opinion, and I will let, let you finish me. In mm-hmm. my opinion, I understand the reason she's been picked. So continue, yeah. but I will tell you and, why. And also, let me, let me supplement what you just said and uh, add to what you said. Uh, I loved in this film, I loved the first 11 to 15 minutes. It was good. Like there is family and yeah, like it was, it was so good. The start, I was like, damn, I was, I was interested. And then mm. one reason why I lost interest was it just became this nonsensical action after that. Like the the I, I call those emotive camera angles where like they're quick edits and they focus on small small details in a person's yeah. face and all that. And like it's a very fast edit no, it with almost, like a very surreal. It almost yeah. felt like. We were looking it through Natasha's mindset where her entire yeah. life was going so fast. And yeah. she was and, and then you you immediately relate to it. So it went from there to a very fucked up place, which is child trafficking. Exactly. Which they should have stuck with. It's a very messed up thing. It's a thing that happens in the world. So yeah. they should have focused on that. And in the film, actually, the Red Guardian, David Harbour's character, Alexei. He did betray the girls. He basically handed them over to the red room to be uh, mutilated and you know assaulted, abused, and made into killing machines. And they just brush it off. 
like they meet him they give him a little bit of shit and they talk about like how they you know they ripped off their fallopian tubes and all that and you know we are over that now <laughs> what the fuck like so okay so i loved the first bit and they should have stuck with that tempo it felt very born ultimate and born supremacy i didn't feel that that vibe and i dug it i really liked it uh for the training part and all that until uh even until they introduce the fucking the 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 the, the powder the smoke that makes you oh, <laughs> get out of that, that chemically induced brain controlling thing so i love the first tank yeah so i think that's yeah so i think that's where the director really shines and with that i agree she did a really good job with the first bit i was hooked but after that it just became a marvel movie and i lost interest and uh, so yeah so, so you go how, with the director right? how are we going going to do this now every point you say i i give you my take on it is that what you're doing yeah that or you can move on to whatever you want to say it's fine okay uh, you don't need to have with what you said it. with what you said i yeah. i Uh, so Kate Shortland and Law mm-hmm. is the reason Scarlett Johansson, from what I've researched, wanted mm-hmm. her to do this film. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, he, wanted, she personally she wanted personally her, right? The reason mm-hmm. probably is she wanted a film exactly like Law. So mm-hmm. Law is yeah. about German nationals' uh, mm-hmm. life after the World War. the second mm-hmm. world war after the nazi ended yeah. how they were surviving and how they were and they're based on i think it was based on a family mm-hmm. so and it's like in black widow <laughs> just like in black widow so mm-hmm. i think she was picked to write a story like that or get writers mm-hmm. to tell a story like that so mm-hmm. and her her direction and her plan was proper you can see that from that scene where the whole family was sitting at the dinner that she was yeah. trying stuff but the mm. issue would have been because of the writers the writers yeah. so, here, so the writers yeah. like, can i can i jump in yeah yeah, yeah. the writers thing i think one reason like what you mean the main reason why this film suffered is it has three writers that is clearly a sign of studio interference right yeah I no, mean, and, sure. and if you look at all three writers, all those three writers mm. are Marvel from Marvel. Yeah, and don't also like some. Yeah, I think they're very one, different to each other. But one of them have done a previous Marvel film, or two of them. Yeah. And so, so uh, what's her name? Jack, Jack Schaefer. I think the lady, one of the writers. Yeah. So her credits are Timer, which I haven't watched, and Hustle, which is a. we have a dumb movie <laughs> and then wonder vision so exactly it's clearly not it's clearly not towards the drama side i'm not saying that she can't handle drama but her, her credentials or portfolio doesn't speak for itself and then there's eric pearson who's who is actually a writer who's actually right on ragnarok as well saw ragnarok and, and marvel one shot marvel person marvel one shot yeah ma- so, <laughs> marvel one shot and even godzilla was strong so oh, brilliant studio films exactly. studio films and then the second one ned benson would have i so i haven't watched this eleanor rigby series disappearance of eleanor rigby i haven't watched it but i think I it's either. towards drama so i think he's the only person in this writers room who would have 
like stood on the same table with the director because other two are just studio filmmakers you in my opinion what do you yeah. think yeah yeah i think what they do is so normally yeah. marvel must be you know getting the director to say okay you pick a writer and we'll get our writers to collaborate and we'll come up with the action sequences and you do the yeah, other parts like and then what they Just do this, is they redraft yeah. the whole thing and they're like this is this is a bit too serious we'll put something funny into that and get the writer mm. to say something or oh, this is a yeah. bit too okay we are we are going too serious now let's just bring in mm. add in some you know dry humor and then yeah. end it from there that's what they yeah. do just, just to yeah to, just to uh, ask you did you watch snake eyes the gi joe film the recent one yeah was what do you think it's good i don't you mind like it. it i don't mind it <laughs> but, but it was it's it's also very insignificant film like it was a very yeah. heartless film yeah so the, so black widow feels like this drama film of this family and also this story of child trafficking and you know this women trying to you know really figure out themselves and you know stand for women and all that and also a fucking snake eyes type of movie which is just like a mindless spy thriller with like you know big ass action sequences and all that so it felt a bit of a mess so i think this is where the producers messed up so this is our job as producers how to make the film again right mm-hmm. so what i would do is maybe uh, i personally believe that only one person should write a script uh, if i mean unless it comes to circumstances where the film is or the idea came from two different people and they vibe together because i at the end of the day it's a vision of one person right and uh, so like for example if you and i are writing a script it will be two different perspectives right yeah but then if you're talking about a character film that's by the way that is not a character film which i think where it suffered it should have been so why should have should have been definitely yeah. that's where films like logan and joker worked because they were character films mm. right yeah. even even the dark knight like all the you get scenes of the joker but it's a very bruce wayne film it's about his character like it's testing him but in this the stakes are like i don't know it just feels out of place so i feel studio interfered too much and also you know what the controversy after the release of the film right how they went for a huge legal battle with uh, scar johnson disney plus yeah. yeah yeah so because they released on disney plus and that was not the deal so i don't think i think uh, disney and marvel studios has made the film for the sake of it and i think uh, this guy who uh, kevin feige would have been the only person supporting this film because he's because he's close with carla johansson and he has said it and he took her side when disney went to war over the lawsuit right mm. so i feel carla johansson johansson is not a mindless actress right like her acting is amazing and she's she so for her to pick those roles she would have had she she has to have a lot of creativity so i'm pretty sure her and uh, the director kate shortland they had a vision but the studio fucked it up just like what happened to justice league and all that with wb mm. so yeah this is where they need producers like us who like you know give the <laughs> creators a chance okay so what what would you do if if you were in the situation and you were at marvel studios 
how okay, would you so, how would you be if okay you are the producer you have yeah. kevin feige saying yeah. you're going to bring in screenwriters we are going to bring in our own screenwriters you have no option or you have to do it would no, you say I mean, if they're going to bring in their screenwriters then it's not going to be my film so okay so you're not, you're not going to make say, it now, let's say but... they give me complete creative control okay all right Okay. and in the same so i'll i'll break down what i'm going to change and you break down what you're going to change okay yeah so the both of us are being given complete creative control uh so if they are going for like no, a hold on hold on hold on hold on yeah let's change that i in my case i'm not i'm not mm. going to change too much because I, as i said yeah. i actually don't mind most of the things that happen in this there's only a few yeah. tweaks i would do So yeah. I don't need full creative control to be honest. I oh, can right. work so, I can work with the Marvel people. But uh mm-hmm. I'm very with the curious. same uh, writers? Uh probably not but uh I'm very cute. I will bring one writer in. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's this, all. this is where I, okay. this is where I stand, okay? okay? So let me break it down then you can you can go. Okay? So uh let's say kate shortland is not apted making the film because i mean the film ultimately failed right so exactly. if i am changing her and let's say i can hire anyone i want like we are taking into consideration availability or prices or the problems they have with the studio none of that okay so we can hire anyone we want you have a 200 <laughs> m- million budget anyway so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and also we can even hire even fucking martin scorses to make this okay so yeah, that's yeah. the premise Yeah. So, oh, okay. I'm uh, curious. I'm going to okay. I'm going to have fun with this too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah, we'll just go bonkers because we're not, you know, we don't have to be realistic because we are not producers after all. And it's not real. We, are, we don't we get the chance at this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, reproduce. Man, I love it this day. So, okay. So, what I'd say is um so the studio insisted that this film is helmed by a female director right i personally believe that talent shouldn't be subjective to gender mm. if you're talented you're talented regardless of what gender you identify with or what sex you are of what that's what i think but let's say the studio insisted on it and i believe that, and there are so many good film female directors out there Uh, so to be honest, I had to, I had to make this. Clear. I don't have a problem with Kate Shaw. I think if she had a vision, it would have been a good film. Like I love the first fifteen minutes mm. or twelve minutes. I had to, I had to time it anyway. I'd go with you know Catherine Bigelow, oh. who made Hurt Locker, Zero yeah. Dark Thirty. I'd go with her because she can handle action and serious action, not like this mind-boggling helicarrier crap. And this is also given But the fact that we are going with. Yeah, I think recently she did uh, uh in a while she has it. she's more like a producer. You keep on going my search. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah you can yeah I'll do it. When I talk you just you know but it. Okay? So Catherine Bigelow like and the thing is what most people don't know is she has made a lot of 90s action movies. Point Break is directed by her. Did you know that? It's crazy. Holy <laughs> so, shit. So so It's so right. she has an zero dark third ah, like exactly and even her talk which got her a you know oscar so this is a person who has an impressive 
you know so yeah and and she has made these 90s action movies so she knows how to handle action and we 100% sure that she knows how to handle drama as well like imagine a director going from something like point break to something like zero doctor it's crazy man like point break is known as one of the most over the top action movies ever mm. so so in that sense i think she would be the best fit for this because she can handle drama and also action to a wide audience so that's she's my top pick okay mm-hmm. uh but then if you're focusing on the family dynamic like i said like a very very boiled down you know film thing so first we'll talk about the director and then you talk about if you change the director or why you keep her and then we'll move on to the other departments okay sure sure so uh actually no you is, go this, for this. it bro you go for it okay so i'll just describe my vision and then you you can butt in whenever you want if you yeah, want yeah, right yeah, yeah. okay and also i think catherine bigelow is good because she has done films like blue steel which is like you know female led and even zero dark thirty is like a female led movie mm. and uh, it's not one of those female led movies where it's over the top like you know these days it's about representation and not about creativity where like okay what do you think about captain marvel i liked it okay i kind of hated it because i i really don't like brie larson and she's a great actress but in that she's just a very unlikable character she's just moody and just like oh you know <laughs> she's like all yeah i feel like that's where you bring in more feminism than character uh, whereas feminism involved in that movie as much as it was involved in like this one so, it, in this one this one yeah sorry i would, I would agree but i feel like that. yeah I feel like Scarlett Johansson was fighting it in this because like she did, she showed vulnerability and all that. Like mm. now a lot of people they are like disillusioned with the fact that uh, a feminist movie or like a, a movie that's supposed to empower women shouldn't talk about vulnerabilities of women. They should they shouldn't show a girl crying or mm. them breaking down and all that. So I think that's wrong. So I think that's where Wonder Woman is a perfect example. of how to do a female led superhero movie right right because like she's just a very adorable character and then also she's very powerful unstoppable but then you really you know that like you know that there are no high stakes in say I mean world war but then you know she's a fucking you know daughter of a god so she will succeed but then the drama there so that's where It someone like, like I love you don't you don't like Wonder Woman we have so okay, much more topics where, to cover <laughs> this is where me and Menura are very very different to each other okay so it's weird you like you didn't like Captain Marvel I like Captain Marvel but you like Wonder Woman <laughs> what I love Wonder Woman not two but one because it's it's it was a very good maybe don't watch it <laughs> it's not that good because i was not so, interested after the first run really did care about it yeah for me i mean wonder woman was amazing it was an amazing movie so regardless so they are bringing in patty jenkins worked because she was given complete creative control right yeah and uh, she, i mean after making movies like the monster with charlie steron and she charlie steron went on to get an oscar for it as well from there to making something like wonder woman you see how a person who can handle a variety of films drama and comedy and all that can translate to the big screen and catherine bigelow is is a given like 
you know for a fact that she'll get it done right i mean she has proved us multiple times over mm. so she she's my pick but then i have this soft corner yours the farewell with aquafina oh yeah that's yeah so the directors of that is lulu van that's because of the family dynamic i feel like she might be capable of making action sequences because anyway disney would help them out with that right because most of the directors they hire are very small scale directors yeah uh, making indie films and all that so uh, i feel like bringing her in would bring a lot of heart because i think black widow should make you cry right you cry and like mm-hmm. you know really feel the pain of natasha uh, they are like the, i think even the whole family thing was kind of like dulled down i mean in the story it's about her finding her true family right but then that happened but it just happened you didn't feel it because there was some other mindless shit happening in the background with like a fucking red room and you know mind control and you know fortresses in the sky literally fucking literally shit like that so i think you cut away the fortress in the sky you cut away drake off maybe not even so what, what i thought is this is this is, this is something that i actually want to go with to i don't know maybe taskmaster could be there but i wanted i would have liked it if initially she went after the red guardian like what if she's on the run so now she's within the grasps grasps of the red room mm. so they dispatch the red guardian after her because after all he's a, he's a good boy he's a good little boy you know he's he's an obedient soldier rather than just throwing him in prison he's a fucking super soldier after all like you wouldn't put captain america in prison they literally dug him out so you russia wouldn't do something as stupid as put the red guardian in prison so what i thought was like the red guardian goes after black widow and they fight and they make up and you know somehow they come together yeah and then they go against the red group but then because in that scene it felt like a huge betrayal they are like you know david harbour's character alexi is just talking them down you know calm down you're going to be okay and those people come and they sedate the two of them i mean imagine our parents did that to us it really pisses us off right because basically they are giving us into slavery so that angle should have been kept and so that's what i think so i'm going to stop at the director now and then move on to op and then i go to the writers group oh yeah okay. what i'll say you want to do that okay i will yeah, keep yeah. it short and that white so here's the thing i i really now now because we are thinking of it in a production kind of way both of our both of mm. us are in same our studios you're talking about bringing a okay set in the scene we're talking about bringing a director <clears throat> and scarlet johansson is there and we ask mm. her what her opinions are she yeah. says she wants she'll give three options she says she wants say darren narnofsky uh, mm. uh someone who did probably silence of the land the person who did silence of the lambs or and kate shortland okay yeah. okay yeah and kate shortland why and we ask why uh mm. and the reason is the movie what is it law right mm. Mm. i would argue that's a very good shout because for one thing it goes in the same mar- marvel's process of uh hiring small 
directors small time directors and making them mm. huge stars yeah so yeah that's why i like your shout of lulu wang yes now she's mm. not a small time but uh yeah i mean consider relatively short time so yeah considering yeah. she's she's not that you know big but mm. in the same way kate shortland from australia could could be a big deal if and she's from australia she's from australia so i i i, 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 like I really <laughs> i have to <laughs> all right okay <laughs> makes sense now like yeah, go ahead <laughs> so it's not the only reason though because this movie yeah, if yeah, you yeah. look at law you can easily see what she was trying to do and uh-huh. if 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 in my as as the producer if i say you you get the complete creative freedom so i don't get the complete creative rights from disney but i give it to her mm-hmm. saying you can bring in your right. direct bring in your writer but we'll give you one writer not two we'll give you one extra writer from our company to write the action sequences because i'm i know you can't handle that or like grand scale maybe make it marvel basically make it marvel collaborate but collaborate mm-hmm. like as in you have but the right to say no bro yeah like yeah. i think what happens here is marvel they make the script and then have it right i think i think okay maybe let's just say that they go with the director first so in my case yeah script. in my case mm-hmm. the script is not there yeah. it's not there okay, i'm right. going i'm going back to i'm going to keep keep it civil war because iron after iron man 2 if we do this then then we have to change a lot of things Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so stick to it yeah. stick stick to the timeline but i'm going to do it right after civil law not now yeah definitely, definitely okay so right after civil before civil war is made we are we are in the meeting and i'm going to bring in kate shorten and i'm i'm going to say uh after civil war this movie is going to come out and after civil law what was the immediate movie that came out you keep on going probably, probably thor so anyway after after civil war she this will this story needs to happen uh our plan mm-hmm. is to i basically say our plan is to make sure that during the time after civil war where black widow is on the run with captain america right. and the winter and the no captain america and the falcon mm-hmm. we need to bring in a story about black widow where she goes back to her roots and i want you to yeah. write that because scarlet says you can pull this off so then we discuss i really think she can really come up with the idea similar to and and we say we refer we i reference okay we we want it to be like the movie low law uh, uh, to make it really yeah, based <laughs> yeah i also yeah. don't uh make it really based on a drama we don't want it to be like marvel uh i would reference something like logan and mm-hmm. i would bring in the writer of logan james mangold yes. one of them well, james yes. mangold is also the director right yeah the director, director so he can okay. write it or collaborate with uh mm. what's her name forgot already k shortland k shortland yeah yeah you guys can collaborate but we'll bring in our own writer who will handle the marvel adding the marvel touch to it yeah 
but this will will give you let's say even even if the timeline is on timeline is after civil war with this will be talked about way before like in 2012 or something right after the movie launch right. so we'll okay. give you two years to make this we, you have a budget of 200 million the same exact budget uh mm. the scarlet is a huge deal at that time uh because mm. it's it's at that era we might have to change some characters uh, so mm. florence pew yeah. might not be the uh Yeah, but I, I mean, I personally wouldn't change. Yeah, I also, I also don't want to talent. Like, fuck that, screws this up though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Drake off because I mean, I don't care who plays Drake off. Like, yeah, Liam Neeson would play him. So, <laughs> so in my story, Drake off is not a big deal. The story yeah, I'm going for. Yeah. Sto- okay. In this, in my story, Drake off is not the big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll get to that after probably. we talk about the director so kate shortland gets to write it, but she can't make it uh, like what the original is it has to be about uh like the first first prologue uh it has to be about the whole trafficking thing and then moving on to uh, black widow right after civil war finding a family there you go mm. write it and then i will bring in See, to to think about it that would have been a really good point like her going after a family family because like you know basically the avengers just broke up yeah and then she realizes that that's not a real family and then she needs to find maybe you know the previous family the fake family she had and then in a desperate attempt she's going after them yeah and maybe and, then it could yeah and okay so that's a good that's a good point my story starts after 23 years at the point mm. where uh, yelena comes mm. to visit uh natasha okay. so she comes to visit natasha saying uh we have a problem back home mm. uh, it's right, not okay. it's not the whole you know red goy something coming out of your nose thing uh, uh we have a problem and we need help we need your help and natasha refuses saying you're not um, i don't owe you anything you're not my actual family and we there's some conflict on that and yelena just drops a card off or something however they do it saying uh think about it and she leaves mm. and then that point where in the original film where the taskmaster attacks uh the black mm. widow actually happens yes. so so this is after civil war no after civil war so she okay right so black widow is you know watching the james bond film and she's chilling and mm. like what the movie happened but that guy is not yeah. there uh, she's mm. just chilling on her own and taskmaster actually attacks not to go after mm. any you know those wiles or anything you know, whatever they had right. just to mm. for the fuck of it she, he attacks he mm. or she no one knows yeah and does the same moves as 
Black Widow. We don't see all of it in the original, but he does. He or she does the same moves. Yeah, but he this... also yeah. she also copies Captain America and Black Panther. Like I observed it very close. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. But but the thing is, uh, I have a huge problem with that. He did. She didn't. She didn't do most of it properly. Like the action sequence wasn't choreographed properly. So in uh-huh. in my story. There's there's few tweaks that will happen that I want the Taskmaster to be a very important character, and the other thing I would change is Taskmaster actually talks. So mm. I don't want not her not talk. Personally, I I would I wouldn't make him talk. <laughs> Personally, uh, no. I would talk. I would because I want the Taskmaster to be like a like a just a ancillary. Kind of a uh-huh. villain who, right? Who is just there to make a story happen? You know how I like have you played, have you played the Spider-Man game? Taskmaster is basically in the Spider-Man oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't play it. Just a side character doing giving side missions to Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Okay, so he's giving side okay. missions, saying, "Okay, there's a bomb in this place. Go save it. There's something here. Uh-huh. Goes Taskmaster." Right. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Like so that. basically, like that. In this case, though, Taskmaster himself comes and screws with Black Widow, and right. Black Widow is like kind of annoyed. Who the hell is this? Has this got to do some got something to do with my past? And he says the words uh, that Black Widow dreads, like you know, you got red in your blood. What red in your Thing that Loki says at the first Avengers film. I read in your eyes or something. No? You, yeah, you got read in your, and uh, you know, you need and you. How much can you wipe it off? He keeps on attacking. Yeah. Just like Black Widow. And yeah. that runs in her mind, and she also remembers what Yelena said that they have a problem. So mm. she goes after her sister. So that's the story I'll go with. And right. Okay. okay. I I have Basically, more. Yeah. Yeah. I have more. Like, but that's my start. That's like. Yeah. It yeah, gives yeah. intrigue. Okay. There's so many angles okay. this could go. No. There's no. And also about. like. Yeah. I mean, in this task, master is just basically like an errand boy. And, exactly. Uh, exactly. I mean, you don't really give a shit about Drake. Of like, you've seen the man behind the curtain so many times, right? Like a big schemer plotting everything. And, and I never really cared. And I never really cared about the whole Drake off and the daughter things. Yeah. Like it wasn't built right. exactly. up that way. Like we mm. knew that Natasha was a KGB operative. Yeah. But that part wasn't brought up in the film that she was ever mm. in KGB. This yeah, says yeah. that she was in. An agency of Black Widows. Where did that come mm. from? Like, so I would, I would even erase that part. Like, whole Black Widows yeah. thing. If you want to use it, Black Widows could be Taskmaster's entourage. Like, you know, his people. Mm. But yeah. yeah, that's how I would start it. Yeah. Uh, and then I would. And then keep, it goes ahead. Yeah. So goes, Taskmaster remains the main big bad. Not really. So in my you're going to bring in Draco? <laughs> no, I'm not going to bring in Draco. You know who's the main villain in my one? The mother. Ooh. If you think about ah, it, right. if you that think about sense, it, yeah. how much of a shit mother is she? Yeah, I mean, actually create. <laughs> she 
she creates the whole black mm. widow thing yeah. she's the scientist behind it yeah it's i would i would do it in a way yeah actually that makes a lot of sense like in my thing i would make it like so we have to establish the fact that she went after the red room and it's all destroyed like the you know the budapest thing yeah. but then like you said what if instead of break off her mother actually tries to bring the red room back that exactly. would be cool exactly so, yeah, that's that, cool and that's something like they missed a huge thing where in that part where he where she tells you know Rachel Vice tells i created you all they just cut to the other mm. scene and never yeah. brings it up again and they're all cool. and also like yeah and like, like that's the thing like for me even the david harbor thing was a big 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 problem because I okay mean, so he betrayed I, them so, in yeah. my story in the story okay i'm going to say my whole thing and then you can say well now i'm excited to yeah. say this in my story <laughs> but, but, but we got to keep it short because we yeah. can't like you know, pinpoint on the right and wrong too much alexi mm-hmm. alexi is having his own kind of story he's in his own world like he, right. he's in okay. in the movie it's built up but never mm-hmm. executed uh yeah alexi is a guy who thinks ah he could have been the greatest superhero of all time he could have gone up with yeah. captain uh, america he's the he's the mm. uh, what the counterpart to the captain america in russia yeah he yeah. could have been so much more and his his whole thing is to find uh, why he was in prison why he was taken away from all his glory so ah, okay. alexi is actually in prison when natasha goes and finds out so natasha mm-hmm. goes and uh, helps yelena and they go and look for their dad yeah. and when they go look for him he's in this prison and alexi has that whole scene where he talks about beating captain america in 1980s which right. we don't know if it's true or not no, it's not true he was on ice no yeah no <laughs> that's why it's a joke like like yeah. we we think okay could this be true or could could this be just bullshit most people know mm-hmm. it's bullshit but you know that thing is the same because it's an interesting take so in his yeah, mind yeah. he always wants to fight with captain america he, that's his goal that's he wants to put on the suit and fight captain america and beat him so we go with that he's he gets out of prison he starts talking about uh, i you know i gave something great to both of you girls in all of those uh mm. you you went and you met captain america you did so much well how is he what is he doing now uh, do you think i can beat him like he, he, he asked those kind of questions with david harbour yeah. so good with him yeah, acting like, yeah, acting like, acting yeah. like a person who could be this tough character but when he's not and he's just a complete mm-hmm. idiot he did he did a great job with that yeah. they missed the part where taskmaster is the ideal villain for the red guardian because literally mm. in that whole scene yeah. where taskmaster goes up with the red guardian could have been one of the best scenes marvel has ever created where he yeah. so just that scene i will bring that scene up so who uh the mother breaks red guardian out and then she, mm. he says can you distract him while 
uh, he no she says uh, be careful of the taskmaster he can he can imitate any of the avengers uh, and be exactly like uh, any of them and fight exactly the way he's very dangerous so mm-hmm. alexis says exactly like the avengers so like even captain america then Taskmaster starts with the you know Black Panther thing, and yeah. he's like he's like no not that bring out the shield, <laughs> and yeah. he, then he brings the sword out. He's like not that either, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he keeps yeah. on fighting all the Avengers, and and oh, then right, it's right, just right. David Harbour's funny banter going on with him. It's like you know, the uh, mm. Taskmaster does not bring out Captain America. He just fights with the other Avengers. It's like you guys are weak. Where is Captain America? <laughs> But in his mind, he's fighting Captain America. Yeah. And then when Captain America comes That's out, that's actually a very clever utilization of what Taskmaster face is. And face one yeah. to four, that could yeah. have been nostalgic, like fighting like the Avengers. For real, yeah. So uh, at Makes the last sense. moment, Taskmaster, because the Red Guardian seems to be. handling all the avengers and he suddenly brings mm. out captain america like with the shield he brings it mm. up and it's like ah oh, there you go bring it on ke makari mohan ki na he fights yeah. and yeah. and like david harbour goes at it like fights mm. and completely disarms taskmaster but then oh that actually leads up to like a possible fight between them but it's not going to happen it's not so going to happen really cool yeah That, yeah, like that yeah, could be a cool. spin-off. That could be a spin-off. Yeah, like they're building. But that's a, that's the best part. The people will be like, "Oh man, I wish we could see them fight, yeah. but it's not gonna happen because they died." So or, cool. or, or even even the part where they, you know, that mom comes back and kicks off and puts the taskmaster in the cell. That part could mm. happen, and he's like, "Why'd you do that? I was handling the guy." <laughs> Something like uh, that. <laughs> so the fight never ends. He never beats him. Yeah. It's just somebody mm. came and interrupted the thing. Like yeah. you know, he, he, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> and and still, we don't know that the mother is the actual villain. She's just stopping. All oh, right. Because she stops it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want us okay, monster yeah. to die. She stops mm-hmm. it. And then she's go. No, we got work to do. As she goes, and then at the end, at the red room, Black Widow finds out that the mother is part behind all of this. Mm. So it's not Drakov. We just keep hearing about Drakov being alive, but we never see it. And it's just mm. a made-up story from the mother, just wanting Black Widow oh, to be yeah. at that place to kill Black Widow. So everything's tied mm. up, right? Her whole That's past cool. just crashes into mm. the mother, who she never thought, even when she was small, yeah. could be actually the. Villain behind all this. She thought the father could have been, yeah. but she and never also thought like, the mother. 
yeah when, when they initially hired someone like Rachel Weisz who is like a very exactly. senior actress exactly I'm bro like, she's like, definitely going to be a villain right but then no fuck me <laughs> like so I, I i really thought Rachel Weisz was actually the villain when she was like around yeah. part where she was in the red room that the face thing before it happened i actually thought they were yeah. doing it i thought they were doing mm. it finally but then when yeah. it happened removed i felt like oh my god they missed out on something like that could have been but then like you said i think what happened here is that this was just like a throwaway film you know but like it is like this so get it over with it ah, could exactly. have been i mean even a you don't make a throwaway film for like 200 million dollars <laughs> that mono money make it good like how hard can it be it's the I mean, job to be creative that's the thing you give it to a, this director who has never done a blockbuster you give them a chance to make it in hollywood and then yeah. you give 200 million dollars wouldn't she actually do something great with it i i'm sure she yeah. wanted to i mean best example is taika watiti i mean exactly oh, now God, he Ragnarok exceeded expe- expectations now he he's he's won he's being hired to do everything in mm. thor she yeah. he just completely made because i think thor, he's making a star wars movie also yeah. yeah because thor ragnarok was so good only ita passe in our movies so come was a little bit more funny mm don't you yeah. like before that it was not that funny but yeah. he made it even more fun yeah and he was and that was kind of the twist marvel had so imagine what one like black widow could have been a stepping stone for all the other standalone films to come that it was like yeah. dark gritty, and also yeah but funny so just to ask you like what do you think about birds of prey it was okay was it yeah okay I love Birds of Prey. <laughs> it I, has I, its flaws. I don't I actually, it was a very enjoyable movie. I the, the part where you said about Aquaman it was just like Aquaman. It, it didn't take itself yeah, seriously. That. It didn't have mm. to because it was like it was it was you know it was a Harley, Harley Quinn. So yeah, Harley <laughs> Quinn doesn't take anything seriously. So you yeah. shouldn't be taking the movie seriously if that was a serious so, film. Yeah. It would have been fucked. Like So I, a lot of people don't really like Birds of Prey because they're like it's about feminism and like too many characters you can't give a fuck about. But then to me, it was like a it was like a Quentin Tarantino-esque movie. Like the structure of it, like a lot of plot points coming together at the end, mm. and then very weird, quirky characters. I love that movie. So that is also a good example of so Kathy Yang, the director of Birds of Prey, was given a chance. and she was given complete creative control and it was a beautiful amazing movie for me so i think that's where they fucked up so i think in the writers room you'll have to use either one or two writers who commit themselves to this vision not to the marvel vision that that's mm-hmm. that's my thing so so i just say who i put as a writer and i of the belief that you should have one writer that is my thing Uh, maybe two if it's like a studio film so, it has to connect to the others so i'll ask you a question but in that case yeah. would you put, put someone like catherine bigelow to handle the action as well no no not yeah, because she, right I, writing wise 
Oh, so uh, even the screenplay. So, so right. who, who's your screen screenplay writer? So uh, there's this uh, screenwriter called Diablo Cody. Have you heard of it? No. Did my screen just go off? Yeah, I, I, it's okay. Came back. No, it was my battery is low. So I'm on my phone. I think most people would have noticed because I was like fidgeting with it. So, so uh, Diablo Cody is. She hasn't made big blockbuster films, but okay, these are resume. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> hear me out. So she wrote Jennifer's Body, but wait, let me finish. Okay. Oh my God, she wrote Jennifer Jennifer's Body, Juno, and also Tali. You remember Juno? The yeah. The Elliot Page. With Tali or Sally? Film. Tali or Sally? Tali, Tali. Not okay. the airplane. Tali with okay. uh, Charlie Stern. So ah. Tali, I. watch the law it's about her being a mother and you know her trying to deal with the family dynamic and all that mm-hmm. so i'd bring her in because with making films like jennifer's body and juno i think as a screenwriter she doesn't direct action sequences you know she knows how to handle uh, an intense script to make something interesting like action pieces and all that and one of the main reasons why i pick her is because of tali because it has a very strong family dynamic mm-hmm. and it's a female led right i mean her females are very strong so you are going with the whole female driven thing you're happy to yeah, go with i mean i mean yeah i mean personally no but i mean we can't really complain i mean because if you look at hollywood to be honest there is a lack of female representation right so let's say this is a chance for them to shine in that case yeah i'd go with the female thing so I'd say, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind. Uh, was the name Kate Shortland? But I'd go if I had anyone. If I could pick anyone, I'd go with Catherine Bigelow and Adia Blokody mm-hmm. on this. Um, so, so you see where I'm getting it? Like a very, very focused, drama-driven so story. Your your thing is all like, about the family. Family, and also, so I bring in the red room. I, so, like you said. This actually, I stole this idea from you. So I would make the mother the villain. Oh, the you said the villain. father. Yeah. So this could work like this. Like, what if the father is working for the mother because he's like obsessed with her, right? Out of love, he he becomes the muscle of the mother, right? Okay, but would you separate so that- them then? Would you like the movie did? Would you separate them? or no i i make it something like this so uh basically the film would be about her trying to find her new family and mm-hmm. believing that this is her family the fake one she had but then the movie would go in a direction where it really breaks every character yeah. and breaks down her vision of like how is a family where like so they fight the red guardian first so instead of the taskmaster the red guardian is coming after them so it'll be a bit funny also and then they somehow make peace with him and then they like they're going after the red room but they're going after break off he doesn't reveal that it's a mother and then maybe along the way they get the mother to help them out and they like you said maybe be reveal and it's a mother and then you realize that the father lied to them from the very beginning right and then at the end i would make it a point that she realizes that they are the individual people and they they, they have their flaws and they were never really a family except for elena so ultimately her family boils down to her and elena but then she agrees to go back to the avengers because that's like 
the only family that didn't lie to her something like that so i make it a very very tough movie for scarlett johansson because she has the capacity man she can show conflict should be a very dark born ultimatum like movie which mm. they were kind of going for and and for me even the red room would not be a fucking flying fortress it'll be like a underground you know like a fucking room like a literal room yeah and yeah. like no no so it, it, I, i would it shouldn't definitely be i agree with you on that it shouldn't definitely be in this fantastical yeah. place it should be a very and, yeah like a very dingy unheard of mm. like you know the one where the in the winter exactly. soldier was it like this shield thing where the door opens and they go into ah, the, yeah, the that's hydra it. that's it mm. yeah the hydra thing and also what's what's fucked up is this i mean the cold war aesthetic i think it's long gone the russia america rivalry i mean it's still there but then this for something that big to exist the russian government has to approve it which is messed up <laughs> so they are literally going to war with another country and i want to keep politics out of superhero movies mm. so if the red room was more small if it was very undercover it could be just her desperate attempt to bring something that was already killed out of the fact that you know that's her only purpose in life because he committed her entire life to making the whole red room thing yeah. and she's like i have to bring it back and she's fucking pissed at scarlet johansson for breaking for ruining it so she is doing it even without the approval of the gum and i would make the fight scenes like this what I, this what, this really affects me a lot in spy films and action movies like when they have these big as action movies in crowded towns don't the police get involved and does it like make headlines <laughs> like a, a fucking van driver could run over a man on a pedestrian crossing and that would break headlines right so the these these action sequences have to be boiled down no, to I, I think all contained i think marvel used to do it like with winter soldier or civil war they did that remember they brought brought the police in i that, they I made it really good yeah our town and located the thing that was really good like mm. they said okay oh, that was in devils in winter soldier yeah sorry uh, civil, civil war that makes a little mm. sense like at least they're trying to help stop them yeah but here True. it was like and the parts where you know the thing i didn't really frustrated me was we know that she died from falling from a hill and mm. in this she kept falling from she fell from like 37000 feet from the sky yeah. with like yeah. you know <laughs> shrapnel all around her and nothing happened she just fell Mm. she was all good yeah she fell from a building hit like 15000 times and yeah. she <laughs> she fell on a post she just stood yeah actually thing happened <laughs> that's been pretty down like what the hell we all yeah, know also, how she died yeah, like she could have survived also, that's what it is established like for example captain america could like take that many hits because he is super soldier he's been She's immune not- to like that many punches exactly and also i think what i loved about the previous movies is they established the fact that black widow is more like batman sister mm-hmm. human right and like they can get hit like when the winter soldier shot her no in, actually you know I mean? so it, i i did yeah. i i after looking at it i like it my 
research to see like Black yeah. Widow actual origins in the comics, how she was created. So mm -hmm. she's a almost superhero. She's not a superhero. Oh, yes. She's been induced with uh, the ability to not age. Uh, she has uh -huh. a very high immune system, but she could die. Oh, right, okay. She could die. She, she her skin is like pretty penetrable, right? Yeah, she she can easily die, mm. but she mm. has she has a very high immune system, and she's not like she doesn't age at all. She'll always be mm. looking thirties. Uh, mm. That's that's the way of Black Black Widow is was made to be this. Uh, uh, in in a 1960s kind of way, a very sexualized yeah. superhero. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's that's the whole plan of Black Widow at the start. Then she became mm. this badass character, but yeah. she was never meant to be like you know mm. Captain America, Thor kind of superhero yeah. where nothing can penetrate her. Like that. that, that yeah. Was, so yeah. So this these, is too much. I mean, for for the Red Guardian to take that many falls, it makes sense. But then for Black Widow and even Yelena to take that many hits, that's just too much, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, the whole the thing was frustrating, bro, because every time they talk about something serious with his family, they bring in a joke. Like, even mm. that part where, you know, who Yelena was talking about, her whole ovaries being taken off and yeah. you know those that's a very serious topic to talk mm. about with your father yeah. and he jokes <laughs> yeah. about it <laughs> and that happened because of him right i mean yeah. he let it happen so yeah it's messed up he's like all right relax. So, so. <laughs> what the you don't all say right, so that. we've actually been going on for like one and a half hours now it's <laughs> too so so Basically, happens. we can come to the conclusion, right? We, we've all, you know, broken down what we thought of the film. And I actually agree with your version as well. It's still better than what we got. And mm. uh, what do you think about my version? Like, I think you said it was okay, right? I agree with you. I think if someone like Catherine Piccolo comes, mm. uh, I the thing is, bro, I don't know how Marvel, if, you, if you're looking at production-wise, I don't know how Marvel will do it. Again, there will be influence. Marvel wouldn't, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But if, uh, if you give full creative rights, you're saying that the again the mother and the father would be the end villains. But how would you kill yeah. them? How would you how would you end this film then? The film would end. Would you kill them? Or because if you kill them, then then, the then she's not a hero, right? She's not a hero. She's just She's again yeah, having dark we, past we, when yeah, she goes on this. to do So, yeah, we could do this where, like, in this film, where right throughout she's boiling down about and she's worrying about the fact that she killed so many people. And at the end, she decides to spare uh, the mother's life. And then the father promises that he'll take care of her and help her, you know, reconcile. I mean, maybe she'll go to prison for sure. Uh, but uh, that that he'll watch over her again. So that would be my end there. Where she would forgive the one person who made her kill and all that. So that'll be like the completion of her arc. 
as she comes to terms with the fact that you know kind of like re- elevates the guilt of like killing so many people for this many times and i would do it in a way where she wasn't mind controlled she was brainwashed but not mind controlled that that so that brings so many levels to black widow's character i would do it in a way where hmm. now that you said it so in my story it's the mother as well right i wouldn't also kill yeah. the mother but i i in my story taskmaster is there taskmaster ah, yeah. is revealed to be drakov's daughter that same story okay 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 at the yeah. at the point where they're fighting at the end they fight mm. and natasha manages to uh take off the mask of taskmaster and she stops mm. and she stops yeah. and then they talk uh and she says i'm sorry for what i did to you and uh oh and that completes up yeah i'm sorry for what i did to you i'm not going to kill you because taskmaster is down at this time uh mm. and taskmaster responds saying yeah i oh, yes. <laughs> Taskmaster response yeah, saying, no, I got it. yeah yeah Taskmaster response saying uh you were never brainwashed mm-hmm. uh you were just thought to be brainwashed by your mother oh so she did all those stuff on her free will yeah drakov drakov right. never brainwashed you you were the first uh, experiment and uh-huh the the reason why others were brainwashed was because you managed to escape so or maybe the second time they are making the red room they actually brainwashing people yeah your mother mother made mother managed to complete her experiment after you escaped mm. right and then only she goes after the mother and that's mm. where i wouldn't kill her I I actually don't know how this I I would say the red guardian comes and stops uh yeah. Natasha and yeah. then probably ends with going to prison or stopping and say I forgive you that completes our right, right. she forgives mm, the cool. whole past so the taskmaster mm. is just a, again a stepping stone of the whole thing Yes, he's right, not right, really right. a huge villain. He won't yeah. be. So at the end, so what would so in the end, like would the mother go to jail or like how would it end, like or he would she would let her go? I would just say if if, if okay, uh, the mother doesn't have powers, right? Say mm. she induces powers in the middle scene where Natasha finds out or something. uh mm. uh all she can do is the black widow can stop that like, take off the powers from the mother yeah yeah so find a anti serum or something and just just take it off mm. but that's a arc you know it's a very deep arc if you're going okay yeah. that's why you need good writers that's why i think someone like whoever created logan would be because it's a very complicated process to to and even in logan you have that whole thing that children are being experimented on yeah. the whole arc is there right that's why i thought With, of it uh, because even logan yeah. at the end all he wants to do is his powers to be gone 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, true. Yeah. And that's the same thing Natasha wants. Her yeah. past to be ended and the powers of the people she doesn't want the powers to be with gone. Mm. So she wants she wants yeah, the mother yeah. to be there but not the powers. So it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. That that right, that's so a basically... very very cool way to mm. do it. People so basically in conclusion like my one would be more like drama basic actor focus yours would be keep it still the a marvel thing. film but still more drama induced and focused and the action action would be just you know complimentary there's a reason behind yeah. the action and would you go for like big action scenes no. like you know extravagant exactly it should be would, boiled down like that's what we love all about all those the back yeah. whole black widow fights all those are cut exactly like and one thing like for example i mean we now marvel things you know action sequences are like this big world ending bombastic kind of action sequences but like some of the best action sequences in history are like hallway fights <laughs> like the fight from the the original old boy mm. it's just a very simple fight and it's not even properly choreographed i mean it is choreographed but then it's a one guy struggling to get out yeah. so something as small as that could be an amazing fight sequence So, yeah, even, it just need even yeah. do you remember the one in uh, winter soldier the winter soldier and captain america fights with the knife near the car oh yeah that even that is really cool one of the best definitely winter soldier had some of the best action sequences and the bad part is like now black widow winter soldier is actually better film for black widow's origins mm it's, it's a better story people won't go mm. back to this because it doesn't cover yeah. everything it will just question give more questions like why yeah and also like i mean after that do you really care for elena's character like what she'll do in the future and i'm not interested it's not it's not exactly. an important thing i'm not like, oh my god i can't wait for the next black widow film yeah i, I don't I, care honestly <laughs> that's the <laughs> because they this should have been about natasha and the next film should mm. have been about elena yeah at the end credit, she comes as the white widow no she's the white yeah. widow in, in the comics no no she, is she or the next she's the white widow right no she's the next black widow she comes as white widow ah i don't know let me check let me check if it, the interesting part would be like the valentina valentina or whoever what's her name valentina and um, which one you mean the person who comes in the in credits i i think valentina uh, allegra Ale, valentina allegra yeah and so basically elena becomes the white widow yeah the in credits would have been just her being hired not to click kill yeah. clean just I mean it's dumb I mean <laughs> we already know everyone knows yeah <laughs> so yeah so basically yeah she becomes she, she also plays a black widow but mainly i think she becomes famous as the white widow that's down the line like you can't really put that after civil war because then there's so many other mm-hmm. questions like where was she during end game what happened yeah. to her during infinity totally. war there's so <laughs> many things that happened after that 
you're just That's screwing with everyone's mind saying okay because mm. end game and infinity war between that there was five years of a gap right yeah five years so <laughs> after the snap <laughs> that was russia <laughs> like who <laughs> does it make a lot of sense so yeah so i think i think we should wrap up by now so that's all right a really fun conversation no how do we end this we told you know how to do this just let us know pretty much concluded like yeah yeah i mean yeah just let us know what you think in the comment section did my voice also disappear why is this a spray no it's your voice is all there all right cool <laughs> So right, that was fun. What you also think? Just one movie yeah. we talked about for two hours, and this was not one of our favorites. Thought, exactly, and, and <laughs> we take this film thinking that it's just the first episode, and you know it's going to be easy to talk about. But Imagine then, if we talk about yeah, a film we actually like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just go on and on. Five hours. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you next time.